T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Wake up! Wake up! Mike Mulligan. Bears, 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 bears. Football, football, football. You know what? I'd like to say you're wrong, Molly, but you're not wrong very often. David Hall. That was one of the best questions you've ever asked. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to get an answer just as good. Chicago Sports Talk for your morning on 670 The Score, the home for Bears fans. Jalen Carter was the guy. Uh, the Bears need him, that interior defensive tackle for the Chicago Bears. Jalen Carter's got a serious problem. Jalen Carter is subject of arrest warrant in Athens after being implicated by police for racing in the crash that took the life of former teammate and Georgia staffer. Yeah, so this isn't going to be an ongoing thing because the legal jeopardy that he is alluded to there, there could be charges that follow him. Char- then he's going to be dealing with that. And the most talented defensive player in this NFL draft could also be the most troubled. Start your mornings with Mully and Haw, 5.30 till 10 a.m. It's gonna be trouble, trouble. On 670 The Score. For me, I don't know. Let's go. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. A lot to talk about. The Bears still in uh, Indianapolis. Jalen Carter apparently reported to and was released in Athens, Georgia, and we'll get more on that story. Misdemeanor charges, as it turns out. We're going to talk about that. We've got a uh, a very exciting finish to a Bulls game, and uh, and we're going to have to do a wellness check on you, Mr. David. Patrick Kane debuts tonight. Good morning, Molly. Yeah, happy Thursday. Tonight is going to be a tough one. Last night was an interesting one, and we have a lot to discuss as it pertains to the Bears and the number one overall pick because that context changed in a big way yesterday as we heard coming in. Oh, yeah, and there's baseball stuff. Oh, yeah, baseball. baseball every minute of every Yeah, I enjoyed watching the Cubs a little bit yesterday afternoon. Our guy Coombe was in the marquee booth alongside Jim Deshaies, Mm -hmm. two analysts doing the uh, play-by-play and the analysis, telling some stories, having some fun. Coombe doing a great job as 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 well as J.D., so, yeah, there's a lot to discuss when it comes to the Cubs and your White Sox. Uh, Hayden Wisniewski. Hey, good. 
Very, that very, kid's very making good. a run. He's good. He's he's continuing where he left yep. off. Like a lot about what he brings to the Cubs in, in the way of a possible fifth starter. Yeah, he pitched uh, scoreless two innings and he struck out four, I believe. Gave up a, a hit and walk, but struck out. Look sharp. Pretty good two innings. Good good way to make a statement yep. early. Maybe announce that you're serious about contending and, and competing for that fifth spot. So that was a good. Uh, Outing for the young man. And your guy, uh, Bellinger, had a couple hits. He's my guy. I'll take Cody Bellinger. You can bat him forth if you want. I like his swing. I like the way that he has now maybe looked at this spring training as an opportunity to restart his career. I'm tired of this rebuilding. Let's restart something. Oh, boy. Look at this. That's a bold (laughs) statement there. Here we go. Hey. It's a whole new Cody Bellinger. I'm buying right now. It's it's March 2nd. I don't know why you wouldn't. March came in like a lamb, and I am going to uh, enjoy Mm. watching baseball because, you know what, it helps distract from the other stuff. Yes, the other stuff is depressing. I agree with you. Um, It's interesting because the – there was rain in the desert yesterday. Saw what, that. The, what the heck's going on Saw with the rain? that. What's going on? What are they doing with the rain? I, I don't know. It was Why fi- is our weather nice and their weather It was bad? 56 degrees when I went on my afternoon run, and it was raining in Arizona, so I thought, there's something very wrong yeah. here. Yeah. It's a little upside down. Strange. It is March 2nd, so yeah. we got through the first. No one pulled any pranks on us. <laughs> that's, right. that's next month. I guess that's next month. That's yeah. next month. <laughs> Never mind. You just wait and see. I was I'm the ready. Whole day. I was waiting. I what? am planning. Is that some kind of joke? I'm plotting. What's wrong with you? What uh, day of the week is that? April 1st? We'll have to figure that out. It'd be a lot of fun. Tomorrow is the first Friday. I don't know if you honor the first Friday, but uh, it's a chance for you to get your holy pants on and do something. Not pants with holes, <laughs> but maybe get yourself some church going, Mr. Taylor. Okay. What are you saying about me? I'm just saying it's What are you trying to tell I'm me? I'm saying it's time. You, you, got, you got me having a, a tough night tonight and now an existential crisis tomorrow. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> hey, you want to hear an existential uh, crisis? Kevin Durant, he had his debut with the Suns, and he scored 23. 23! Tell me that's not a tribute. And who does he play next? The home of 23. Yeah, at the Bulls tomorrow night. That's, that's going to be a must-watch. That's going to be a tough one for the Bulls because Kevin Durant fit in seamlessly, as you would expect, 27 minutes, 23 points, didn't try to do too much, four different stints. With uh, Booker uh, mm. coming, uh, playing at different times, they staggered that, and the Suns are dangerous. They are very dangerous. They're very deep, and I think that is going to be obvious tomorrow night. Yeah, the Bulls are very much in trouble. Yeah, I think so. Saying. Because they survived the Pistons more than they beat the Pistons. Yeah, and, Thank and you, Jaden Ivey. It's interesting to hear Billy post-game talk about, you know, what a collection of bums they are, which he didn't actually say. But that's kind of what I heard. Uh, yeah, I, I think. They were back to that stuff, build a lead and give it up. And, again, it was So frustrating. Night. So, okay, let's, let's start with the Bulls. They had the first half in Detroit. Yes, that they Probably as, as, as crisp as, as they have played in, in a long time and maybe all season. 20 assists, mm. moving the ball, sharing it, being unselfish, taking the right shots, smart shot selection. They go into halftime with a 15-point lead. And you kind of sense, like, okay, something's going to happen here. Or is it? Because this is the P-Bev era. Maybe things are going to be different now. Yes. That's the hope. And they weren't. No, they weren't. <laughs> Boy, the fourth quarter was hard to watch. I mean, they, they couldn't hit a shot. They wouldn't let you go to bed. <laughs> like, exactly. That's the, that is the, this is my complaint. You, you, 
you know, you go up 20 points, you're done. Okay, win. 21 points. I'm tired of Will Purdue having to tell me my bedtime story. Can we go to bed beforehand? Can there be a blowout, please? And yet, they kept turning the ball over. And, Mully, that was nervous time. If Jaden Ivey doesn't call timeout, he doesn't commit a, a rookie committing a rookie mistake, who knows what happens on that possession because the way Bogdanovich was hitting, anything was possible. First of all, I'm a big fan of Jaden Ivey. I cheer for that kid. I love the story with him and his mom. I just think it's a great story. I think, you know, there's, there's you know, the, everything I've seen from that kid I like. Um, but that was just a blunder beyond blunder. And I do Chris Webber. Oh, oh, Lord. They did not have- oh, Lord. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's, you know, with championship game Chris Webber. I mean, I'm not Stacey sure. Stacey just, he did. I cringed when he said it at the time. He compared him to Chris Webber. Well, I think it's hard. It's 1992. It. But, but the but the Webber thing, like, I didn't really see that happening a lot in the NBA. It was almost like because Chris Webber did that, everybody, it was a cautionary tale for everyone. Now, here's a young man who probably wasn't, you know, sentient in 1992. And has, you know, no knowledge of that and wouldn't have the same sort of That was even caution. before his mom arrived at Notre Dame. Right. Neil Ivey. Right. Who, by the way, the day earlier was named the ACC Women's Coach of the Year. She's a great coach. And then last night, Jaden Ivey in the news for a very different reason. You saw it on his face. Oh, what a... And that's going to be difficult for him to probably... Yeah. Well, it was a hard night's sleep restless night's sleep for Jaden Ivey because he's going to be a star in this league, and he's already had yes. a great rookie season. And he's a great kid. He is. He's a I, terrific I, kid. I got a lot of time for him. I, I just, you know, it's it's a regular season game. He made a blunder. They lost the game. They're losing a lot of games. But Chris Webber, that, like, his name is synonymous with that. Chris Webber still hears about that. After all of his NBA career and everything that happened, everyone goes back to – Fab Five, Michigan, Chris Webber calls the timeout they don't have. It was an indelible mark. It was a blemish on his legacy. There's no doubt about it. It happened early. He overcame it, but he's always going to be known for it. We're watching here with the TVs on in the background, and that reference that play, and they show Chris Webber calling timeout, and it's all of a sudden, it's 1992. I I had to mute the television this morning. Somebody has – think about this. Somebody has it on three. Like, you know how you turn the your volume on? The, the volume, volume on three. Like, yeah, not channel three. three. Not channel yeah. three. No, right. the volume is on okay. three, which no one, you would have to have superhuman hearing, right? Huh? Like, there are dogs that would raise a head. Like, what was that noise? <laughs> but it's like you can barely hear it. You can only be distracted by it. It's, all, it's only like a little buzz in the background. This is the second day I've had to turn it down from so, three. You think somebody's who, keeping their dog in here overnight? I, I wonder <laughs> who would set, who would have the volume on. Maybe you're watching it during a break or something, but who in the name of God would have it on three? My sense is they're not intentionally putting it on three. They're just turning it down so they can't hear it. And they're not as uh-huh. in tune with that little bit of murmur that is on the undercurrent of noise yeah. that. You definitely were here and were bothered by, and I'm glad we took care of it. Yes. And whoever had it at three is not. No, they clearly weren't. Clearly weren't. 
Well, and it was so low that when I went in there and you, you know, didn't hear it. wiped the studio right. down, I didn't even hear it. It it's must like, be 30 years of wearing headphones. I don't know. No, that's the, it's like the whisper of someone saying something about you. What did you say? It's just part of my paranoia. There you go. That's, that's what it is. Did that guy say something? The Bulls beat the Pistons last night. Jaden Ivey <laughs> to call the timeout when he didn't have one. Technical foul. Zach Levine scored 41. Listen to the dog. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> just hey. seems some weird kind of. Devil talk. In regard to the Chris Webber comparison with Jay Nivey, yeah. Chuck Swirsky, our guy Swirsk, he's up early or, uh, or stayed up late. He's on the Twitter machine. Please stop the Jay Nivey, Chris Webber comparisons on Twitter. Yes, each called timeouts, but one happened to take place in an NCAA title game. I repeat, a championship game. Ivy's occurred in a regular season game featuring two sub-500 teams. Lesson learned. Move on. Carry on. So I just think that's interesting. Uh, subtext to this because it was immediate that you think that both guys, I guess, representing teams from the state of Michigan and uh, much different stakes, though, as Chuck points out. Bottom line is the Bulls get a victory that was in question up until that moment. A lot of suspense and unnecessary drama because they they were in command and they let the Pistons back into it. And uh, did you see, speaking of Pat Beverly, who was a post-game guest on the score here. We'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> Molly, did you see that when he was defending, I don't know if it was Ivy or somebody else, beats him down the lane, Vooch has got his back to the, to the penetrator and doesn't help. After the play, he's late getting over there. Patrick Beverly lets Vooch know, hey, what's going on here? Vooch lets him know, hey, Get out of my face. It didn't look like they were getting along too well. That is the Patrick Beverly experience. I think that is something you don't see a lot of on-court interaction, yeah. argument, yeah. that kind of thing from the Bulls. But, yeah, that's that's the reality when you have Patrick Beverly as your leader. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just sort of thing that's going to happen. That's just the sort of thing that's going to happen. And it's, it's you know, probably why a guy can wear out his welcome a little bit because he's, he's – He's kind of dialed up that way all the time. Vooch did not look happy. No. No. Vooch was up, upset. I, yeah. I, can, I can imagine that's a good way to put it. You can wear out your welcome. And it looks like that Vooch has had enough of the pleasantries. <laughs> hey, man. Don't let him get by you. and Maybe I won't have to help or something to that effect. Yeah, it was contentious a little bit. But that's, you know, but that is, again, that's the intensity that you want because they just blew a lead Nobody's going to be in a good mood. It was here we go again with the Bulls. I think when they were up 21, and they almost blew it. Right. They held on. They held on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, listen, they held on, but it was far too much of the same thing we've seen before. And now we are four games into the P-Bev experience, and they've they've won three of four. Three and one. Which is good. I think that's the way we called it. But – I worry about uh, three, tomorrow. Three, three and one. You will should worry about tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> the sun will come out to- up tomorrow. But they also will close out the bulls after it sets. Well, there's, I'll work on the line before tomorrow. But it, yeah, we get the point. Durant's coming to town. Help. And so is Booker and Chris Paul and everybody else. And Monty Williams bringing, bringing the, the favorites in the West now. Because um, of Durant? Yes. I think so. No question. Especially 
I don't know. Are the LeBrons going to – are they just no. continuing No, they're not going to make the playoffs. Come on. The most important they're not 23 game. <laughs> no. Okay, let me ask That's something. before he got hurt. Okay, but do we even know what his injury is? I mean, the guy came out and said he heard something pop. Did, was there any story overnight telling us what it was? Because, I, I, I mean, it was like 72 hours without any report on what was going on. I don't know. LeBron. I can't keep track of everything. I, I'm just saying. I like, don't know what LeBron's injury is. I, I just would like to know, and Anthony Davis, was that – was that him hurt, or is that him just taking a day off? I, what the hell's going on with that he, thing? He needs the day. Okay. He, a guy like that needs some high maintenance. All right. Remember that it was you ponder the offseason possibilities for the Bulls and whether or not you want that guy back in town. <laughs> One homecoming a year is enough. He's off and injured. <laughs> oh. Speaking of Monty Williams and the Notre Dame connection, how about Mike Bray, our guy? Can I bring that into the please, conversation please. for a second? Because – we had him on the show last week. We did. Last night, I turned down an invitation at the last minute, and I, and I just couldn't swing it. But it was his last home game at Notre Dame. They were playing Pittsburgh. They've had a terrible year. 12-19, and 19, I think it was. 11-19 going in. They beat Pitt. Number 21 Pitt, right? Pitt's ranked. There's no business that Notre Dame has winning that game. Mike Bray's final game, about 30 former players, a lot of old friends. I, was, I regretted not being able to go. But what was funny that before the game, and he carried through in only Mike, as only Mike Bray could, he talked about wanting to go, you know the campus, the linebacker, yeah. campus hangout. Yeah. Mike Bray in 23 years had never been to the linebacker, the campus bar. Here's what he had to say. Again, I told you this stat. I have never, I'm very proud of this stat. I have never stepped foot in the linebacker in 23 years. I know you don't believe that. I've never been in it. <laughs> it, it became a thing like you know obviously it's not my crowd probably even though they say the burgers are good for lunch somebody told me that anyway i've never really gone in there. and then it was like i'm not going in there it's a merit badge i've never been in a linebacker and uh people from out of town go yeah man you know we're coming to go to the backers never been there so I'm going tomorrow <laughs> and we're closing that sucker there ain't no curfew tomorrow <laughs> That was before the game, the day before. Uh, that's funny. And, and then, so they have the moment. He, it was an emotional thing. I saw the video, talked to somebody who was there. You know, they, and, and they win the game. Yeah, that's great. And then they have uh, a couple of students who videotaped him at the linebacker post game, doing a shot oh and drinking God. a beer. Oh, that's hysterical. So be like Mike. Yeah. Right. Happy St. Patrick's Day, baby. <laughs> it's coming up, Mike. Do you know what's un- unbelievable is that when you think of him and you think of uh, Notre Dame, people are like, oh, college town, you know, you go, they got the senior bar on campus, the linebacker, whatever. Yeah. The, the reality is, like, I've been to Notre Dame plenty of times during the day. Like, it's like a really serious, it's just like a college campus where everybody's actually working. There's not as much partying as you see at so-called party school campuses. I would right? agree with that assessment. Oh, my I, I, I think it's one of the more serious campuses you're going to find. No question. It's almost like a tourist attraction. Yeah. And you, people are either visiting and touring or marveling at the Golden Dome. And, boy, that's where I saw Tim Brown run back that, that putt. Right. right. Or it's a lot of people who were serious about their studies. There is a bar on campus, yeah. the linebacker just off campus. Right. But it doesn't strike you as, let's say, you know, Bloomington or oh, no. Champaign or yeah. Ann Arbor. Oh, no. It's not like a no. Big Ten campus town. No, no. not nothing, nothing like that no. at all. Not at all. No. And when Mike Bray leaves, is it going to be even less of a party place? <laughs> because this guy knows how to have fun. Oh, uh, he's a good man. 
I hope he's here for thank or for uh for St. Patrick's Day. Didn't he say he's coming up to buy us lunch to take us out? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go take a look at the river. <laughs> it's gonna be green. Yeah. So that was a nice diversion watching the Bulls. Been, I haven't partaken in St. Patrick's Day in quite some time. Is that an invitation? Is it's that a, a is that a plan? We are like almost what's two weeks away, right? Well, it's on a Friday this year because it's two weeks from tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I also believe, if I'm not mistaken, that that is uh, DeForest Buckner's birthday. Is it? I believe so. It's my sister's birthday. Oh, is it really? Yes, it is. Yeah, Michelle, my younger sister, is her birthday. It's always every year on St. Patrick's Day, so that was always fun growing up. Oh yeah. And you know what? They have to Shamrock Shakes have to be out about now, don't they? I I like I, a good Shamrock Shake. You know, I we used to get them for the kids. Uh, I haven't <laughs> had a Shamrock Shake in many a year. It's like minty, isn't it? Um, no. Y- yeah, I, I think so. That's the idea. I don't know. I'm not sure it has a ton of flavor. I do like I looking forward to them. I, I like, haven't had a green beer in about 40 years. I think. Maybe, I haven't had a green maybe, beer in about maybe I'm eh, exaggerating. 50 weeks. Really. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Roughly. Do you drink green beer, Dustin? I will. I will have one and then go back. Absolutely. Come on, just to be a Mike Mulligan, a Mick Ultra, or a Bud Light, which you'll make fun of as well. So Michael Mulligan doesn't drink green beer on St. Patrick's Day. Elmhurst is having their uh, their St. Patrick's Day celebration this weekend. They're, really? get, they're getting into it already. Yeah. Why? They, because they don't like to compete. Everybody's trying, rush? To, everybody's trying to get their own weekend. Get a head start. So they're trying to get people to come into Elmhurst to celebrate St. Patrick's Day early. Right? So what they don't want to go They don't want to go against the Chicago parade. Uh, I will be in the uh, back of the Spring Inn probably around 1030 on Saturday. P.M. Okay. or A.M.? Probably from 1030 A.M. till 1030 P.M. Oh, oh really? Okay. Well, after I'm done talking baseball with Bruce, I'll head on, on over then. Yeah, I'll bring Bruce too. Yeah, Spring in on Spring Road. Just and there's they'll have a big tent out the back end of it. Green and, beer. Uh, they'll have green beer. You know, as a a very Irishman, you know, like my brother, I think was born with the Talbot Patriot. As an inbred Irishman, um, <laughs> I feel like I'm Irish all every day. Like, I don't need to drink green beer or dress up like a leprechaun. Far too big to be a leprechaun. And, um, yeah. so I You're Irish to, every single day. I try to avoid. To me, you're, you're, honestly, it's a holiday. <laughs> it really yeah. is more about my devotion. To, I'll also probably have a Guinness. I'll have, you know, I'll sample. That's kind of a sampling. The day. Guinness in this country is not as good as you imagine. Oh, I'm sure it's you not. You can get I mean, really yeah. good Guinness if you. But it's not bad. Proximity to it's Dublin. It's not bad or, though. It's not good. Anytime everyone says that, you know and they, they turn it's, into a beer snob. It's like they make I, it sound like it's I, bad. I'm not a beer snob. It's you got to clean the pipes. That, <laughs> that beer. I'm not kidding you. I'm not talking about your pipes. I'm talking about the pipes that it runs through. I mean, right. listen, if you, you go to the if you go to the brewery in St. Louis and they and you go through that tour and then they they open up a tapper and you have Where a Bud that? Heavy Bud? Oh, in, in in St. Louis at the yeah. Anheuser Busch, okay. and you have a, a tapper of Bud Heavy right out of I mean, it knocks your socks off, right? It, it's so much better than the Bud you would get I, anywhere else. My brother told me that there is like some so obviously Guinness is only brewed at St. James Gate in Dublin. But apparently they brew different types of uh, beers, different experimental beers, at a Guinness factory in Baltimore. Have you ever heard that? I have not heard that. Like I you think get I have like a blonde that, or a red yeah. or some kind of. I think know, the guy from the Under Armour, the Under Armour guy, was involved in that. Is that right, Kevin He's, Plank? Yeah, maybe so. 
I have to tell you, there's yeah. so many different microbreweries and so many different craft beers out that I love Guinness, but I have spent this time. My son is really into the craft beers right. and the breweries right. that I've tried so many other different types now that I'm not, you know, Guinness I, is fine. You know, you and know, if it's not great, shrug. I'll get something else that I like better. Peanut is, butter beer, they, very good. See, now this is the honest to God truth. Peanut butter beer, yes, very good. Yes, I'm just okay. telling you. So Good dessert beer. I, I, I am what you would probably call, like, I don't really drink beer. I just don't drink a lot of beer anymore. I did when I was younger, but I don't. Yeah. It's just to, for, to avoid the carbs. But the reality is, if I were to drink a beer, I would have a lager. I would drink a lager. I am what you would call a lager lout. And I would like a nice lager, and I don't want a blonde or a red. See, or the, a it's hard pink to find something that basic butter. if you go to some of these places well, where you I'm now saying. have a menu that is just so vast and long and delicious. Everything on there looks like something you would want to have. So all of a sudden, you you, know, you get a flight, and then you get another flight, and all of a sudden you've sampled eight different flavors, yeah. and you're like, I think I want another one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so that is a good thing that you know you're not driving and you're right. with you know someone who it's just it's fun. No, I, I mean I that find it very fun. much fun. I just I I would rather have like a normal beer than experiment with I different get it. beers. That I, and I, Dustin, you can back me on that. I can respect that. Dustin wants like the lightest beer known to man. He doesn't want anything that's actually. Well, I like got to have ten of them, and you can't have ten craft beers unless you want to be shoveled off the floor. Um, so it is a funny thing, as David mentioned. There are so many of these kinds of places, and they're good. They're fun. There's a great atmosphere. These places that make their own beer, they usually have a pretty upscale, if you will, bar menu. You know, they do another, yeah. you know, they, like they have to twist the beer, so they also have to twist the burgers. They got to twist the wings. They got to twist everything. Brandon's trying to get us to break, but I want to hear about the lagers. This is, uh, this is more fun to me. But, yeah, the funny thing is the place right down the street in Elmhurst, they have all this, but then they have they have high life on tap. Like they have oh, one. Yeah. So I will have like a flight size high life before I leave and go to the spring and down the street. Man. He's got a he's got a routine. He's got a routine. That's, yeah. I thought you were gonna tell me all the different fun beers you would order. No, he's, he's I'm more interested more in a, that. Because yeah. that it's you, it can be fun. You are by far like peanut butter beer, the most adventurous of all of us. Brandon, are you a peanut butter beer man? Never had that in my life. Didn't even know that hey, existed. Well, what was that drink? What was that drink that David had at uh, Stadium Swim? Oh, geez. It had oh to have some God. coconut and stuff. Right? My, my it son, had a crazy name. He, oh, he, you know what? It was like uh, it was like the lady, the pink lady. Pink something. lady, something was like it that. It was very, very, it was very it was tasty. Hysterical. It was refreshing. Yeah. My son brought back home from a brewery a uh, last weekend a Skittles sour beer. Oh, get oh. out of here. It was good. That sounds I've had Fruity Pebbles beer. I'm telling you, uh, okay. they can make all different flavors. All that, right. Sorry, that Brandon. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, we've got a break, but uh, we need to get back to this. <laughs> yeah. Green Spot Irish Whiskey. I have a bottle of that at home. Thank you for mentioning it to our texter. Um, yeah, I don't mind having a shot of whiskey every once in a while. I, I'm pretty much a gin drinker, but I, I don't drink that much. Dustin turned me under the what was the drink you made me in the in the limousine? Captain Morgan and Diet in the Holy back of the God was that limo. that was like drinking root beer. Very, it knocked you out. Well, yeah. There was an incident, <laughs> but right, we needn't get into that. Uh, pick six is next. <laughs> pick six. Molly and on the score. There better be some Irish whiskey on that plane. I'm drinking some of that. Call from mom. Answer it. 
Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Pick 6 with Mully and Haw, where we debate the top six sports stories of the day and then open it up to you, the Chicago sports fan. Call us at 312-644-6767, or you can tweet your thoughts at Mully Haw. Pick 6 with Mully and Haw starts now. What is your biggest takeaway regarding Georgia star Jalen Carter leaving the scouting combine in Indy after the arrest warrant was issued regarding reckless driving and racing and alleged involvement in a fatal accident? When the complete and accurate truth is presented, as Carter said in a statement, will he nonetheless be disqualified as a draft candidate by the Bears who have been touting culture and character? Does it matter if the charges are misdemeanor if Carter fled the scene of an accident, returned two hours later, and has apparently changed his story repeatedly. Well, I, I, I think the issue there is that that goes to the character stuff. So 
Um, we will talk to Alan Judd from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. They've done a great job on this story, and there are a lot of kind of moving parts on this, and, and hopefully he can help us pinpoint some of it. Um, but I would imagine if these are misdemeanors, that this is not going to dramatically impact his draft status. In other words, I think he will be available for the NFL draft, and I think he will be taken. I don't believe that he'll be taken as high as he might have been, but I'll be very curious to find out if the Bears are willing to take him, if there are going to be some sort of statements made about, oh, well, once we dug in, his character was better than we thought. You know, clearly this is a player who fits what they want to do as a defense. And clearly there's a reason he's been mentioned repeatedly with the Bears because he's considered the best at that position in the draft. Now, what you're dealing with is all this talk about culture, about character, about what you're looking for in guys now you're, it's coming to sort of the forefront. And, you know, we, we've talked to other people about this. I'm sure, David, you've had conversations with people. You're going to need a strong coaching staff. You're going to need a, uh, a, a, a locker room that can absorb a guy that might be a problem um, and, and make sure that he's steered in the right direction. I, don't, I can't imagine the Bears having that right now. I can't imagine the Bears having that moving forward uh, in this draft. So... I think this is a little bit of a trick box that they're in, trying to say certain things and then will your actions back that up. So this is going to be a really interesting case study if indeed the player is, I don't believe he'll be exonerated, but if he's not charged to the point where he can indeed be in the NFL draft, what do the Bears do? little update on that story. So Carter was booked last night at 10.33 our time. Misdemeanor charge, reckless driving, racing on highway slash streets per the police. Um, he paid a $4,000 bond, was released from the athens Clark County Jail at 10.49 our time. That's from Tom Pellicero. Um, so interesting that that process. Now, like, does he go back? Like, does he... Does he come back to That's Indy? pretty quick. Right? So he I, goes in there with his lawyers and he's in and out. He was there for 16 minutes. Yeah. He's not going back to Indy. No. There's no way that he should go back to Is Indy. he having a pro day? Like does, yes. Does, well, but sure. The Georgia pro day. He'll have that. Okay. I, I mean, that's awful quick. I mean, does Georgia want him around? Like, does Georgia want him back at the football field? Dustin, he, one of the stories that we'll talk to with, the, with, uh, uh, with uh, Alan Judd is they reported in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution that uh, at 3 o'clock in the morning after this accident, which happened at like 2.30 in the morning, the the chief of police for Athens received a phone call from a liaison with the football program who said, I am going it's, to the site. Can you tell the officers to it, cooperate? It's with what them? I was saying yesterday. These campus towns, the, the relationships are so cozy. You don't know how they're being, uh, how they're reacting to this. We should read the statement from... Uh, Mr. Georgia Bulldog then later because he acted like, what are you talking about? I don't know. Okay, so the misdemeanor, what what he ended up paying to get out on bond, how long he was at the jail, all these things are details. They're important to the story. But ultimately, they, they are technicalities, and they shouldn't matter to the Bears. The degree of legal jeopardy does, but if there's not any sort of jail time around the corner – what, what you have to make a decision is, is, is what are you standing for? 
What do you believe in? Character issues aren't defined by whether or not it's a misdemeanor or a felony, whether or not you have a $4,000 fine or a you know, community service. These aren't things that we're talking about when we're talking about character and culture. You're going to know it when you look him in the eye and you interview him, and if you're Matt Eberflus or Ryan Poles, and that's what you got to be guided by. I don't know. I think this could be a bridge too far. And I'm saying that because we're very early in the process, but I just don't know how you can espouse character and culture on one day and then in the next, justify bringing somebody like this who already had some red flags. Before this even happened, there were concerns about Jalen Carter. How the, do you then pivot and bring him in and embrace him? Now, maybe this is a one-off thing. And you, we want to respect and give him the benefit of the doubt because everybody is, again, the presumption of innocence, if you will. But this is another sign. And when you're drafting that high in the NFL draft, you can't be wrong. And this increases the risks and the risk and, and the possibility that you will be. I had a question in my mailbag this week, and it's been a popular question. Voice of Brad Biggs, he's with you guys at 7 o'clock this morning. Given the new Volt principle of Bears GM Ryan Poles regarding defensive linemen. Violence, length, tenacity. Does defensive end Will Anderson meet those requirements? Are the Bears more or less likely to draft the Alabama star with Jalen Carter, presumably out of the mix in the top five. Do you like what you heard from Anderson yesterday? Now, this is what I'm talking about. Will Anderson yesterday appeared maybe in just direct contrast, but he came across as being somebody straight out of central casting. This is somebody you want in the middle of your defense. This is somebody you want in your organization. This is somebody you want representing the Chicago Bears for the next decade. Now, that's an exaggeration, but that's how enthusiastic he seemed and that's the kind of energy he brings to your building. That's why I think you contrast that with what the risk you're taking with Jalen Carter. And, yes, this is why the pre-draft process is so important. These things start to become clearer, and maybe guys do start to separate. I do think it's interesting, though, as I said, in terms of contrast. You talk about violence, length, and tenacity, the Volt principle. You espouse that on one day, and then you have a guy who – you know, is it probably fits that category closer than a lot of guys in this draft and Jalen Carter, and now you move away from that, or is he ideal for what you want? Because Molly, we both know guys in the league that look at Jalen Carter and what just happened and kind of shrug and say, you know what? He's gonna be perfect. He's gonna drop to fifteen. We're gonna take him and he's gonna be a star. He's gonna be the next Warren Sapp. The Bears aren't drafting in the in the teens. So I think now you gotta consider how how low do you go. How low can you go and still get one of these two players? Will Anderson is still going to be there in the top five. I think Will Anderson said all the right things yesterday. It was great hearing that audio yesterday and this morning again. Um, do we know the order, or is this the order because he's it's Volt? Do we know is it violence, length, tenacity? You know which of those characteristics? Which one are you looking for? He said him. He said him. It's got to be in that order. Oh, that's what I, I mean. Okay, but I mean so. I think there's a lot of violent players in the NFL draft. The length is what they're looking for down in Indianapolis, right? Everything's about wingspan and thumb size. Anderson's and, about 6'4", right? right? But the, 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 the wingspan, right? You know, verticals, yeah. all, all these yeah. kind of, you know, tenacity. I think there's yeah. a lot of tenacity in, in, this, in the draft, okay? Yep. So I'm just, right? Now, some of the things, if we go back to Jalen Carter for a minute, you know, maybe tenacity is another question mark about him because 
I had mentioned that after watching the last couple of games of the year more closely because of where the Bears were sitting. Like, he takes plays off, and that's the tenacity part. So maybe he's only a a, a, a vole player. He, he's not quite a volt player. He's a vole. And I don't think you want to be a vole Just, or a vol if you're a SEC guy, not from the Tennessee Volunteers. Can we just avoid referring to his motor? Oh, God. Well, you did that. He's a, high ro- he's a high motor player. Um, okay, so I I want to give David credit for taking the the VLT, which is a delicious sandwich. Delicious. Is that, a vegan, is that a vegan lettuce and tomato <laughs> I sandwich? I don't know. Ask Ray. We'll have to ask Ray yeah. my transition. Uh, but he did create the acronym FOLT. <laughs> added the O and has, has FOLT. And that's a good one. I like it because it does have like a little little shock to it, right? And you need that, and they need that in their defense. Uh, so, so David, well played. Uh, and everything's an acronym in Chicago. You don't have to be a NASA scientist to come up with a good acronym in football. That's NASA joke. That's true. At any rate, <laughs> I apologize. I liked everything I heard from Will Anderson. I thought it was great. I do think that, uh, that he, you know, he, he's not – He's 238. Is that what he is? He, he does not have the kind of, you know, kind of size that would be ideal for his position, right? He's got speed. He's got a lot of uh, tenacity. He's got some height. But I think when I hear, like, violence, length, and tenacity, I'm picturing, like, a six seven guy. And there are guys like that in the draft. There are guys that might – be uh, taller and, and might have uh, a little more arse to them, if that's what you <laughs> think is, to use a scouting term, uh, that that might be what you would prefer. But I think this kid's going to be a really good player, and I think that he fits the profile of a lot of uh, pass rushers that have come into the league and done well. I don't know that he fits the prototype, which means I don't know that he should be drafted in the first three or four picks. I think he will be. That was one of the best questions you've ever asked. What is your response to the Bears' relative new facility and all, ranking 13th among 32 teams in the NFLPA survey of 1,300 players? The Bears finished worse in T travel, a C-minus, tied for 23rd. Treatment of families, a C-minus, tied for 22nd. And food service slash nutrition, a D-plus, tied for 18th. Do you believe that will have an impact on free agency, or does money talk? Yeah, I think money talks. I think free agents are looking for money, but I think these are these are things that seem relatively easy to fix that should be fixed. I mean, it's interesting. The NFLPA goes to players on individual teams and has them tell them, here's a grading system. What do you think of, of your facilities? We know that the practice facility is relatively new, and they've got everything, the locker room. There's no complaint about any of that stuff. But why would you have complaints about treatment of family? That should not be at the bottom of the league. The Bears got to do better with that. I'm stunned that nutrition and uh, food service stuff, you know, feed them better food for the love of God. And, uh, and again, the team travel stuff, they don't have their own plane, right? They're going, they're going to uh, throw hair, whatever that might be. I don't, I don't know how easy that is to fix, quite frankly. But I do believe that the Bears, um, they should be higher than 13th because of where they're located and, uh, and the amount of money they draw in. So I guess the number one team was the Vikings. Did you see that? 
So Kevin Warren was with the Vikings. Maybe he knows a little something about how to improve this stuff. Maybe the Bears will get better in these categories. But that's something worth looking at. I don't think free agents are going to make up, oh, they're not going to treat my family well? It's only 13th? Yeah, you know. Their food stinks. Yeah. I'm going to the Packers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I want to be in the middle of nowhere. I don't think that's how it works. So I think that the money is what's going to talk. But it's very interesting that these are the categories that were were kind of – that they were rated low upon. I don't know about you guys, but Uh I've never worked somewhere where child care was given to me. I've never done that. I've never worked somewhere where food was provided to me. Now, there's a a machine upstairs that I can go to and buy food. Hold on. You know – Travel. I have to get in a car, come here, so I have to pay for the car, pay for the gas, pay for the parking to come to work here or anywhere. Most people, I, I'm just, my, I, I mean, we're talking about people that make at the bare minimum, what, $400,000 a year? But you've got 32 teams that all do it that way. So you're I comparing that. I, them this, one I'm not to just, the other. I, this, is, I, I, this is just a wide range. We can't ranging, relate to that. Right. I mean, if you're if you're signing to be a free agent this offseason with the Bears, guess yes. what? You, you can not only afford a babysitter, you can afford a nanny, and you can probably yeah. afford an au pair. I just remember the one year I was at Hallis Hall all the time, and I did find this interesting. I'm sure you know this story very well, Molly. Alonzo, they had the open locker room portion, which was also like around lunchtime when you could go into the locker room at the old Hallis Hall. And I always found it amazing because he was a really good quote. But Alonzo Spellman had a sack of BK. Somebody went out and got it. Like, everybody else was, like, coming back with, like, a bowl of something. Dave Wanstead used to walk around eating a a salad out out of, like, a a cardboard bowl and talking to people, right? That's just Dave being Dave. But so I just found that interesting. Like, of course they should provide food because it's nutrition and you want these guys eating properly all the time. But the rest of it? I mean, give me a break. I mean, how bad could that airplane be that the Bears get on? I mean, okay, but Dustin, Dustin, you you cannot compare your work reality to the reality of of, of NFL players. Me, Argentina, that I don't have a babysitter. Treatment of families. That's like where where did they go at the stadium? I read the survey. The number one complaint is that they don't offer child care. This is from the the Bears' complaints, the moaning that's going on inside the survey. The subtext is the number one thing is that the Bears are one of 11 teams teams. in the NFL that doesn't offer child care. Oh, boo-hoo. But that means the majority of the NFL does. Yes, so if you are competing with other teams, you've got to keep up. Well, again, you got to get a bigger Kevin, plane. I hope Kevin Warren continue, you know, makes it even a better first-class organization than I think it probably You've got already to is. Get, but I don't want to hear that you don't have a babysitter paid for when you're making four hundred thousand minimum. It's a year. not about paying for the babysitter. It's about offering the service. It's about providing every amenity possible. What do you think they're doing at Arlington Heights, building building this new stadium? They're thinking about every amenity well, possible. I hope there's a daycare center. Well, I hope there well, is too, uh, Dustin, and there will be, Dustin. Because otherwise, they're going to go to Green Bay. If your wife is bringing, you know, your parents and three kids to the game, you got to worry about might, that stuff. You might want somebody hey, to be able to sit with the Mr. kids while they enjoy. Mr. The Fly game. the W. Why do you think Dansby Swanson's in Chicago? Okay, they made a because commitment. There's a Red Star soccer team. Exactly. Okay. And, they, so, and how much did they pay him? And because, well, yeah, that's part of it. I don't think she has it. to play soccer. That's part of it. But when you're weighing everything against each other, you're weighing these things, daycare and amenities and food quality, all those things. 
matter in the workplace. By the way, you left your blankie in here, so I get this during the break, okay? Um, Kleenex is on sale at Jewel. Yeah. I bet you like the ones with lotion in it. Well, I, yes, because they're soft. They don't give me. They don't make me chafe. For you know, you couldn't just take the Kleenex. Yes, thank you, you want you want the you want oh, the Kleenex. Oh, with your, the, how save, is the clean? How is the toilet paper at Hallisaw? Save your Kleenex nice to dry your it, tears, crybaby. Is it the kind we have here, the Charmin? You know. Let's get back to this for a second. This does matter because you're Kevin Warren and you're coming in to put the hospital corners on what's been a rumpled mess of an unmade bed for this organization. Kevin Warren is going to make sure every detail is taken care of. So you know what? This is embarrassing to the Bears, frankly. This is an embarrassment because you don't want to be standing out for something you're not doing for your players. Free agency is all about money. We can agree on that. But you still have to take care of every little detail. You're in Chicago. You have the resources. Do it you right, know, Bears. A, a texture points out that when John McDonough came to the Blackhawks, he called in the captains and talked to them about how they could improve the team. That's how you become a first-class operation, by by doing things that people in other cities do, I, and you're taking care of it by, too. By okay? getting the Kleenex with lotion. That's right. Yeah, I think it's a good question. Uh, what do you attribute the Bulls having a season-high 20 assists in the first half of their game against the Pistons when they played a clear sense of urgency last night? Where are you now with the team after their first four games of the PBEV era? I'm exactly where I thought we would be. They're 3-1. and one. They won three of the four games they had to win. Suns not bring it up a notch on Friday night. It's going to be a tough challenge. But, boy, if they win that game, that would be terrific. I mean, imagine the enthusiasm after beating the Suns on your home floor. Imagine the atmosphere that's going to be created there with Pat Beverly, who I think is the captain of intensity. This is a guy getting in the face of opponents when they don't help, Vooch, who is making sure that he's talking to young guys on the bench when you see him going to Patrick Williams and Io and Kobe White after the game. He's still instructing him. This is what you like to see. It may be a bit much. He may wear some people out. But this is where they we thought they would be after four games. They shared the basketball in the first half. That's why they got out to a 15-point lead. The thing is, continue that. Zach Levine is taking every shot that he can, like Patrick Beverly told him to. He had 41 points. The fourth quarter, things stalled because they stopped sharing the ball. They had 27 assists after the first three quarters, and then they stopped sharing the ball. Share the ball, play some defense, and do what Patrick Beverly says. That's easy. Yeah, take PBEV's advice. Sounds good. But now I can see after that Vooch thing that you guys laid out really well earlier in the show, like why his, uh, you know, he's got many destinations. He's had many stops in his NBA career. You know, the thing with Zach, and, and it, they needed every one of the 41. You know what they needed last night? They needed 50-plus. He had 36 after three quarters, and then all of a sudden nothing happening in the fourth quarter. So don't be passive. Be aggressive. Bulls still in the 11th seed. Bulls still five games below 500. You know, time is a ticking. You've got to start winning and putting together winning streaks. So it's great that they've won three of four, but they need to win four in a row. They need to win multiple games. You know, the, it, it's every – what are they down to, 19 games left? It is, it is getting into nut-crunching time here, and they are a game – behind the Wizards for the play-in. For the play-in, they got an inch ever closer to 500, and if they can get there, then they'll then they'll be fine. But I don't think it's as easy as, uh, as just saying it. And I think that that's what we've learned 
since Patrick Beverly got in here. It, it, there is still a very good opportunity to miss out on the play in here for the Chicago Bulls. Honestly, it's a question that I've probably spent, you know, I mean, thousands and thousands of hours thinking about. What did you make of Hayden Wesneski picking up where he left off last year with two scoreless innings, four Ks in his first spring start? Isn't he a guy you most want to see among the Cubs' young pitchers? Will be in the rotation immediately, eventually, or should we just be patient? Yeah, I think he's going to be in the rotation eventually. I don't know that he's going to open the season in the rotation, but yeah, he should be in their rotation. He is a he's a really good pitcher, and he's a he's a he's everything that you kind of hope that he will be. I thought he looked really sharp yesterday, given the fact that that was his first start of spring training, and I know it's just a couple of innings, but. I think he's going to be the he's the guy that if I could have any of the Cubs pitchers, I've said that before. I think that's the guy. I think he's going to be the best of the the group of young pitchers. I really have a lot of faith in that being accurate, and I I, I am excited for that kid's future. Yeah, he definitely needs to be every fifth day getting the ball. There's no doubt about it. This guy's good. And he and he really you, know, you talk about football loving the game like he loves to do this. If you hear him talk and, and he's extra motivated, and I, I I can't wait to hear him every fifth day right here on the score. He came in and he struck out Rodriguez, and then he strikes out Kalenic, and he is in command. He has tremendous poise, and he is the guy that you're right. That's a good way to put it. He's the one you would like to see succeed the most because I think his ceiling is the highest. And he also came over from the Yankees, and he adjusted really quickly right. to his new environment. And he showed a level of maturity that you trust. So whether it's the, the fifth starter role or maybe even uh, more responsibility as the season progresses, I guess we shouldn't get ahead of ourselves. It's only one start. But it was an impressive one, and it was a continuation of the progress he showed last year. So that's what's most encouraging. I like everything that Hayden Wisniewski represents. You can kiss him goodbye. Touchdown. Backup catcher, former first-round draft pick, Zach Collins homered for the Guardians against the Sox, his former team, in a 9-6 victory, which brings to mind a good question about the Sox. How do you feel about their catching situation? Do you consider it unresolved, or you're good with Sevi Zavala backing up Yasmani Grandal? No, I'm not good with that. I, I, I guess we have gotten to the point where, hey, at least they got a second baseman, and, oh, yeah, Coles is going to be pretty good in right field, and, Oh, yeah, they have so many other things to worry about. Let's maybe, oh, oh yeah, this catching thing. Is Grandal going to catch more than 100 games? And if the answer is no, do you want Sebi Zavala to catch the other 62 or more? I just don't know that this is a position that received the attention it required. It's somewhat ne- negligence here in terms of going into the season the same way that you ended last year in terms of the catching spot. Zach Collins was a... Amusing reminder of how uncertain things have been behind the plate for the White Sox in recent years and how, yeah, Grandal helped address that in free agency with the richest contract ever, but his injuries have prevented him from being the defensive presence or defensive catcher that maybe we thought he could be or being as available or durable as you would want. So to me, that is still an ongoing challenge for Rick Hahn. Let's see if what Zebby does as the season starts, but I think you're always open for business when you're talking about a defensive-minded catcher or somebody that can catch more than, you know, or, or around half of the games if necessary. 
If the White Sox are going to get where they want to get, I think, yes, David, answer another question inside this question. Grandal's got to catch over 100 games because you do not want uh, Sebi in there that, that often. I, I think that would be not good for the White Sox. Well, uh, let me say this. Um, if indeed this we're asking a catching question based on Zach Collins. Let me assure you that I would rather Yasmani Grandal and Sebi Zavala than Zach Collins. So that's not a shot. That's just a statement of fact. I think that I don't think that there's any regret that that Zach Collins was let go. Maybe there's regret he was drafted to begin with with the tenth overall pick. But no, I don't think Zach Collins is the answer for the for the uh, White Sox. Um, is is Sebi backing up Yasmani Grandal the answer? Well, it better be, because that's the way they're going right now anyway. They did not go get a Tucker Barnhart. They did not try to uh, upgrade that position. They uh, It was a bridge too far, and they could only fix a couple of things, and they waited and waited and got Elvis Andrus, and they're going to go with Oscar Colas, and these are their catchers. So I'm I'm on board. Uh, let's see how, how far it goes. But, boy, Zach Collins was really bad when he was with the White Sox, and he's not a catcher in my opinion, and – I don't think I want to see that guy on the team any way you slice it. So this is what they have. Here's hoping. Thank you. That was kind of the purpose for the question. Yeah, you knew that was coming. (laughs) You knew that. I mean, again, I will not be triggered this morning. (laughs) I am now obviously triggered. Well, I I, I appreciate that. I enjoyed that. And I expected that. The minute I saw it, (laughs) I knew that it was designed to raise my Irish. Thank you. All right. (laughs) <laughs> we got the extra point next. It's Molly and on the score. Oh, my God. Yeah, the it's frustrating. Talks. Set up this extra point. It's time for the extra point with Molly and Haw on 670 The Score. How much interest do you have in Patrick Kane's debut with the Rangers tonight at Madison Square Garden? Are you hoping the Rangers will win it all so the Blackhawks get a higher pick or hoping for an early exit because it's too hard to see that number 88 in blue? It's going to be very hard to see 88 in blue. It was fun to see Jalen Brunson, the Knicks player from Stevenson High School in Lincolnshire, report to his Knicks game wearing a Patrick Kane sweater, a Rangers jersey. And that was all the rage now, is all the rage in New York City. Boy, tonight I will have an unhealthy amount of interest in what goes on between the Rangers and the Senators. I had an unhealthy amount of interest in seeing the Rangers without Patrick Kane win in overtime last night over the Flyers. Tarasenko scores the OT winner, and this is a team that now feels like they've got a shot. They are revived. Nobody cares about Rangers hockey. Nobody cares about hockey anymore in Chicago, but I think that when you see 88 on the ice tonight, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit me different. It's going to hit a lot of people hard, and it's going to be the new reality. Do I hope they win the Cup? Talk to me in about a week, a month, when this starts to settle in, when the playoffs begin, when I see how Kaner adjusts. He's going to be playing on the same line as Artemi Panarin. You remember him. And they're going to be together again. So maybe that will be something that will be fun to watch if you like hockey. And I love hockey. So I will find myself drawn to more Rangers games likely than the Hawks games. It's going to be weird, but I have the, I have all the NHL network thing. I have the whatever I need to do to find it on the, on the TV tonight. I will be watching, and I will be hoping, I think, that Patrick Kane – has a good game because he's exciting to watch, and I don't hope that he fails. That just doesn't feel like the right thing to do. I hope he has success. If I don't have MSG, David, on my hockey, on my cable, um, can I FaceTime you? Sure. I, I'll be back. 
You can't. You can't. I, I, ESPN Plus. I'll be holding up to the screen. You can watch it. You can hear the commentary. And there you go. You can. Uh, I, I am. I am curious. I did see on the Twitter machine yesterday a uh, Hainer T-shirt and uh, sweater in the in the MSG store, I guess, in New York, and it did look a little bit odd. I, I again. I hope they win. I hope they win the cup, and I hope then that he realizes that the Blackhawks helped him have that opportunity, comes back home. I know nobody wants to hear that, but Chelios told you guys yesterday that a comeback is not out of the question at some point, and I don't think he just meant the one-day contract. Yeah, I tuned into TNT last night um, as I was in my travels around the television uh, networks and uh, looking at different things, and I did just tune in to make sure he wasn't playing. I didn't think he was going to play, <laughs> right. and I, I had – uh, heard he wasn't going to play, but I did make sure, and I saw Panarin out there, and I thought, okay, he's not playing then. Um, I now have the ESPN Plus. I had to uh, bite the bullet because United was on yesterday. I had to watch that game. It was getting very tense. And uh, so now I'll probably tune in, and I will definitely take a look at it. I hate paying extra for um, sports coverage. I, I already pay extra for Sports coverage. I'm already, I've, I've already, you know, I'm locked into all these different, you know, I don't know, Paramount and uh, Peacock and all this stuff because Acorn. because I want to watch, I want to watch Ripbox, the the, uh, the Premier League. So any oh. any of those those tournaments or whatever, I, I I'm watching also. I mean, I also have other stuff, but I just hate when I'm adding another ten dollars a month for something. It just drives me nuts. Because uh, well, if you don't typically watch hockey, I can understand the hesitation because I, I use it during the soccer season. Yeah. Sometimes watch some of the Loyola games that are on the the um, plus, or I'll, I'll you know there there's there's value to it. I just I go in and out of it. I like I have it and then I get rid of it, and now I'll I'll uh, watch it for the rest of the time. So as long as I have it now, I may as well. None of my better for the value. Watching the Rangers though is going to be related to, boy, I hope they win so the Hawks get a better pick. It's right. going to be revolving around the idea, but I hope they win if I'm rooting for the Rangers to beat whoever because I'd like seeing Patrick Kane have success. I'm pulling for him to, you know, this, I hope this goes well for him. Well, even if it's a first-round pick, it's really a second-round pick, right? It, yeah, it is. Because the, the second the first, round they yeah. got is the end and of it's the – And it's so a prospect. It's a prospect. But I'm not rooting against him. Like I told you, my son – not to out him here, but I think he's rooting against Kane because he's so mad that they traded him, and he just wants to see them ousted because he's tired. Of, doesn't want to see him on the ice with Panarin. Mm-hmm. Two of his favorite Blackhawks for the last you know ten years are playing together for a different team. So I understand that sentiment because I've heard it expressed to me. I just don't feel the same sort of rancor there. Yeah, I will watch it though. I will watch Good. it. So I'm I'm going to be uh, informed tomorrow, David. Hope you're happy. I- I, I, I'm not making it a mandate. I, I just oh, think no, that I, I do feel obligated to watch. I am. I, I'm saying I feel like you know this is a big game, his first game, and I feel like I, I should watch it. The Hawks are back home tonight against the Dallas Stars. I am, I am imminently more interested in the Rangers and the Senators than I am anything the Blackhawks have to offer on home ice tonight at the United Center. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. I just want to make sure you know I'm not a fan of the Rangers. I mean, I'm not going to become a fan of another team. 
I just won't do that. I, but have I will not, watch. I have never worried about that. Okay, good. I have. I am not. I'm worried, not a New Yorker. I am not worried about you coming in Born any given day, in Chicago, in a good okay. mood because the Rangers won. Thank much you. the way that maybe you might be in a good mood because a certain soccer team might have won. United won yesterday. Yes, Thank you did. for acknowledging that. Thank you. Made a, meant a lot to me. They came back and they won, and, and I was very happy. Molly's happy. Molly and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 the score. I love New York. Now you got to consider how, how low do you go, how low can you go. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. So that was in reference to Jalen Carter, obviously yes. uh, charged overnight, and or I guess it was late last night. He spent 16 minutes uh, basically in custody. He, mm-hmm. he paid bail. He is out, and he charged with a couple misdemeanors. And so now the question becomes, number one, beyond his legal jeopardy, the conversation will revolve around just how – you know, how teams handle the reality of him, you know, basically having these charges yes. against him and what, what's next. And so if you're the Bears and you're Ryan Poles, let's, let's keep this from a, to a, from a football perspective right now because there's the, the other element is almost the, the constant backdrop. Two young people lost their lives. This was a tragedy that's yes. going to be difficult to process for people in Athens, Georgia, and shouldn't be ignored by people considering Jalen Carter's draft status. We're going to, for this purpose of this exercise, consider his draft status because the Bears draft number one. If you're Ryan Poles, this changes your entire plan. To me, this changes your entire approach. It has to. You went into this draft thinking that Jalen Carter was possibly somebody you would put yourself in a position to make sure you can't miss. You didn't know about this arrest warrant because we heard from the Panthers GM, Scott Fitterer. He met with him on Monday night or Tuesday night, and there was no mention of this. Yeah. Caught a lot of teams off guard, Molly. So I think that if you're the Bears, don't you, don't you have to almost – you're not starting over, but this does change everything. Well, I, you know, I think that Ryan Poles said when he met with the media that there are a lot of things that come up and different you got to be prepared. You got to have different plans. I, I wonder, David, I mean, I, I, I'm just wondering out loud. Do you think in any way that this means they can trade down even, even farther in the draft? Well, I think that's, and, a, that's a fascinating question because it, there's two ways to look at it. Number one, you don't trade lower than second because you can't miss out on a generational talent like, say, Will Anderson because you can't guarantee that the Cardinals aren't going to take him at three, right? So if you're, if you're hell-bent on getting one of these two guys going in and you like Will Anderson, you're not going to trade lower than two. That's, one, that's, that's, that's right. behind door number one. Behind door number two, what you're proposing and, and suggesting is interesting because now you feel more empowered maybe to go to nine, to go deeper than that, lower than that. I, I saw a CBS Sports, and again, this is just people kind of knee-jerk stuff, but they had their mock draft, and they had him falling 17th, 17th to the Pittsburgh Steelers. The idea being you've got to have a strong coaching staff, a strong defensive line coach, a strong – you've got to have certain things built in, and who better than the Steelers uh, to have things built in that could take care of, you know, a troubled player. And the Steelers will bring in someone, and if there's a character issue, 
they got no problem getting rid of them in, in three years or whatever. They've it's a good done example. It it's a good example. And if you're the Bears, I don't know that you have that infrastructure in place that you no, feel comfortable with. No, so, but, but there's a huge difference between, you know, going, taking a guy at three versus, you know, 17. Because somebody, presumably, this is the NFL, will yes. take a chance on Jalen Carter because they will look at this and then, then get ready for whatever happens in terms of his legal entanglement, get ready for the contrition tour. This is the way that he has grown. This is who he is now. Exactly. That was a, a, uh, a moment in time. And so in Listen, two years, this will make be a, a bad memory. Like, David, okay, so there are two misdemeanor charges, right? There is not he, – he, he left the scene of an accident, and he lied. He came back two hours later, and he lied about what happened, and he lied a second time about what happened. So the, he's got to deal with that, right? He's got to deal – with with all of that, but the charges are misdemeanors. In other words, they would not prevent him from being it. They're not felonies. He, it doesn't mean he can't play in the NFL. It doesn't mean he goes into some. It doesn't program. suggest jail time. It doesn't suggest right. jail time. That that's the key thing. Now, will he be sued by the families of the people who died? Will there be you know civil? Will this follow him for a long time? I would imagine so. Is that a headache you want so. to, to to bring into your organization? But, but it's a headache that doesn't preclude him uh, impacting your organization. I'm not justifying anything he did. I know you're not. I'm talking about this purely you're, as a You're, you're as, looking at this a in, in a realistic po- point of view because you know that we're talking about a league where Deshaun Watson was guaranteed $200 million north of that to play quarterback for the Cleveland Browns after doing what he was accused of doing – having the situation that he faced this is a bottom line industry and it's a results oriented business so it's not inconceivable that a team like the Steelers or maybe a team even before <laughs> that point in the draft takes a shot and drafts Jalen Carter because he's not going to spend presumably any time in jail he'll be drafted on talent alone he will be drafted if he's available to play he will be drafted and he will he will be playing in the NFL and if he's as good as he's projected to be, he'll be impactful in the NFL. Now, will all these other things the, – the trick box that the Bears have is that they have, they have you know, gone out and promulgated this culture and, uh, and this character and the things that they're looking for, and this would seemingly fly in the face of that. Oh, it totally but contradicts they, that. No question, but they would not be the first team. That would uh, that would have kind of danced around that issue. Okay, but but I I think maybe you're, they're under more right. scrutiny than other teams because of where they're located. We're, there's a bigger media core. We're on the same page here, but I I think there's a, a couple things though I think are worth pointing out too. I think there's a more practical nature, more practical uh, thing to to remember here. It's not just because of the contradiction of what you're talking about, culture and character, and then you go out and you draft a guy who drove away from the scene of, the, of, a, of a fatality. Yeah, and lied. And, and lied to police Repeated. because those are things that do not you know, yeah. reveal strong character. Right. But if he is as good of a player as we know him to be and you look at the tape, yeah, that, that you could understand why teams are going to take that risk. My only point from a practical standpoint is if you're drafting as high as the Bears are drafting, Top, top overall pick, maybe move down to four, maybe move down to nine. You can't miss. You can't risk. You can't gamble. You can't be wrong. 
You cannot be wrong. This has got to be a home run. No question about and, that. And I don't know if Jalen Carter, given his, given his inconsistency in his maturity level, in his approach, in his character, does he represent a home run? Is that a gamble that you can afford to take if you are a general manager overseeing your second draft? I don't know. All right, we're going to head down to Indy. We'll ask that question of Brad Biggs. We'll ask if, if he feels this precludes the Bears from drafting the player or if it offers them an opportunity to trade down farther in the draft and, and still have him available to them. Do they switch gears and go with a, another player at that position, another position where a player might be projected to go higher? There are He is not the lone uh, defensive lineman in this draft. That's there are true. plenty of guys. That's good to remember. And that, and I know we're saying it's one of two, but is it? We'll ask Bigsy those questions next. It's Mullion Hall on the score. Morning, boys. What's going on? <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 